Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business on Money FM 89.3 is brought to you by Zero. Try Zero free for 30 days by visiting xero.com. Terms apply. Zero, beautiful business. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Dacker. It's time now for Mind Your Business. Now, our next guest might be the brains behind one of Singapore's most popular yoga studio chains. But uh, she admits that it took time to fall in love with the practice. She's a former singer-songwriter and she was persuaded by friends to give yoga a go over a decade ago when she was looking for, you know, sort of a downtime activity, trying to find a way to balance a busy lifestyle and pursuing a music Korea and Taiwan. So she took a leap of faith back in the year 2012 and together with her then partner, now husband, began Yoga Movement with their first studio created to make the yoga scene here in Singapore more accessible. It's a no fuss, no frills experience and it struck a chord with local yogis uh, and of course uh, Yoga Movement soon found itself growing rapidly. Now Yoga Movement has six studios including the latest and the biggest Orchard flagship outlet which opened earlier this year. So how exactly did she manage to expand her business so quickly in such a short time? On the line with me this morning is Alicia Pan, the co-founder of Yoga Movement. Alicia, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, Elliot. How are you? I'm good. Uh, very good. Uh, and you sound fresh. I, I am assuming this is after, uh, what, what, an early morning yoga ritual? Not really. It's uh, <laughs> early morning, early, early morning getting kids ready for school ritual, which happens every day. So <laughs> well, in a way, that's like yoga because you really got to stretch. Uh, let's let's talk about yoga movement. I suppose to start us off, who are your main customers? You know, I think uh, I'm, I'm quite proud to say that we've we've really tapped into the younger crowd. Ten years ago, when we opened, it was mainly a little bit of a more mature crowd that that would jump into yoga. I mean, I don't know if you you've done it before, but but that was my observation from before. It was a little bit more of a mature crowd. Mm. Um, People who had, you know, the luxury of time in their hands and like, you know, they drop their kids off at school, pop in for a class. But, you know, I think recently a lot of younger people have decided to dive into it, which is actually really, really encouraging. Um, so I would say right now we cater to, I would say, anywhere from, you know, 18 to, to 60, I would say. Wow. Eight, yeah, so from it's quite, quite a wide, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've definitely seen some, some teenagers uh, walk through our doors, which right. is really encouraging, yeah. It's not fair. I mean, at 18, you're so much more flexible than like our age, which no, I'm exactly. not going to give away uh, <laughs> while we're on air. I am curious though, how, how did you manage the whole situation last year? I mean, COVID-19, uncertainty in Singapore, we had circuit breaker and you've got a lot of fans or, or, or customers that go to yoga movement. How did you guys tackle that period? I mean, you know, the whole of last year, I think you, you can you can probably speak for yourself as well. Like, it's just been a bit of a blur. It was like, mm-hmm. where, did, where did the last year go? Um, so it was just a lot of being prepared for fluidity. I mean, you know, things were changing every day. One day we'll be asked to shut down and then the next day we'll, we would get the advisory that, you know, you can actually open with uh, X number of packs. Yes. And then one day it'll be, okay, you know, you can remove your mask for like the first half an hour of class and then the next day it'll be, oh, mask back on. So it was just a lot of, um, you know, scrambling to figure it out, which which was uh, obviously a little bit crazy crazy for everyone in the team. So there was just a lot of navigating through what was right for the clientele during that time, what the clientele needed. And because of a lot of 
uh, work from home. I mean, it's still the case now, but a lot of people have been spending a lot of time at home, working at home. So uh, our digital platform was never something that we wanted to create. But last year kind of forced us a little bit into it for the better, of course. I mean, my business partner and I were very reluctant mm-hmm. to do uh, an online thing because you know who are your who who's your competition? Who are you competing against? Mm. There's lots of international, well-established, well-funded uh, digital platforms out there out there where you know we were we didn't want to kind of say, look, we're just doing this because we're cater cater to our clientele throughout this pandemic. And we at that point we didn't know how long it was going to last. Yeah. Could have been two months, could have been six months, could yeah. have been a year, could have been forever. So. Yeah. You know, was it something that we needed to, you know, invest heavily in or was it something that we said, you know, something temporary that would tie us through? So um, there was a lot of that back and forth deciding what to do. Um, I mean, I'm glad we did it. Still, It's still with us now. I think, you know, we're going to hold on to it with this digital platform for a while. And who knows? Who knows what's going to happen, right? When you say digital platform, are you referring to the mobile app that you guys created? Well, the mobile app that we created back in 2018, yeah. So that, yeah. that kind of puts you ahead because that's, that's what I was thinking. I, I know about your mobile app uh, and I know you, you guys did have to pivot quite a bit last year as well. So it's like so many things going on where the digital sphere is concerned. It, it can be quite tough. I, I sympathize. But did the app help in any sense, you know, to sort of get ahead of the game? For sure. I mean, our app has always been, number one, it was meant to be a booking platform. Okay, um, okay. Our clientele will use the app to, you know, book in for classes, check in with what our offerings were, the class schedules. But apart from that, we also have a huge social aspect to it. So it's basically, mm. um, what we wanted to create was kind of like a, uh, it sounds weird, but it's like the Facebook of yoga where, sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> where you can actually invite your friends. So you can use your app, invite your friends to download the app, join you for class, rate the class, invite your friends to share your packages, invite new people to your packages, and also um, set up challenges for yourself within the app. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you know, every month we throw in different challenges. Like some months is, you know, like a tech guru where, you know, you complete five online classes and you get one class free and things like that. So, I mean, I think it was a good timing that, you know, we launched that app in 2018. When I talk about our online classes, okay. um, we linked it via the digital app. So you can book for our online classes through the app uh, and, of course, attain badges and achievements through that app. But the classes themselves were actually conducted on Zoom. Right, right. No, I, yeah. think, I think it's great because, uh, and the first thing that pops to mind is it's better to have a, a community with a shared interest uh, yes. than going to like every social media platform in such a crowded space, right? So you know that the people you're talking to are serious about this. Where are we at now where your online classes are concerned? What's the attitude of uh, yoga practitioners these days? They, they still want in person or, or will, will Zoom cut it for them? Um, to be honest, based on my observation, people are craving to get back into community spaces. (laughs) I mean, I don't know about you, but for me, I feel like there's so much happening at home. You know, work happens at home. Everyone's been forced (laughs) to create a home office. It's a war zone. Yeah, and then there's a home office, and then you have everything that goes on there. You eat there, you sleep there. I don't want to work out there, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people are feeling that, you know, they, they have the home fatigue where, you know, once we reopened our physical spaces, we could see an influx of people coming back in. Uh, of course, you know, at this point, there's, there are still people who are a little bit more weary. You know, it could be people who are not yet vaccinated or mm. people who live with vulnerable parents and things like that who, you know, choose to kind of still do their practice at home. So I think we get a good mix of both. We were expecting the 
online classes to drop off a little bit once the physical spaces reopened, but um, surprisingly, people still continue on. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, and and the reason I wanted to, to, to speak to you about all this is I really want to you know, build that picture in our listeners' minds of how hectic it is, you know, to run, you know, not just one, but six yoga studios. And with finance being a core business function, you guys uh, decided to streamline and automate uh, the accounting aspects of things by switching to cloud-based accounting software Zero. I believe this yes. was done back in 2018. Uh, tell us a little bit about the decision and how it's helped your business so far. I mean, we've always had the mindset of growth. And to be honest, before the pandemic happened, we were ready to tap into a few different markets. And, you know, just on a lowdown, like to, by the end of this year, we will we'll have a few more physical spaces open, you know, a few more than six. But I'm not going to say, give, it, give away too much right not now. Not really lowdown, um, I got hundreds <laughs> of thousands of people listening now. <laughs> I know, it's like hint, hint, lowdown. But, you know, just so you know. <laughs> um, just a hint. But, um, yeah, it was always an intention to grow. So yeah. we were ready to tap into two different markets before the pandemic hit. Right, so right. obviously, yeah, so I mean, obviously, you know, with the restrictions in traveling and things, those have been put on ice. But I, we felt it was crucial to switch to cloud-based accounting back in 2018 because obviously, you know, if we were to grow exponentially and, and, and very, very quickly, how were we to do everything manually, right? Mm. How are we going to get the team together? How are we going to get our accounts done on time? So yeah. that was the appropriate decision back then. And, you know, it was the best thing that, that, that's happened to our, our business side of things, our administrative side of things. And we haven't looked back since. So. Mm. Would you say that's yeah. also helped you personally, you know, find your own balance in life as a business owner, a mom as well? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I'm still, I'm still trying to find the right way to juggle everything. And some days I find myself just pulling all my hair out and 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 screaming, sounding like a crazy person. But you know, yeah, for sure, it's it's, it's definitely been helpful. I mean, we have a great uh, uh, finance and admin team that yeah. takes care of most of it in the office. So it's a great way for me to be able to access it, you know, from in real time, whenever, mm. wherever I am. Uh, you know, for example, we took a family trip back to Australia early this year to see mm-hmm. family. And, you know, obviously all the accounting was done in a very timely manner. Everything mm. was accessible anytime we need it. So that was extremely helpful. Well, that sounds fantastic. I suppose, Alicia, to, to quickly wrap up, what do you think or how do you think the yoga scene in Singapore will change uh, as more people get vaccinated as we move into this uh, so-called post-pandemic world? Uh, I mean, as, as long as... Uh, People are, are, are aware of their vulnerabilities mm-hmm. with the whole pandemic. And, you know, as long as restrictions are still in place and we aren't allowed to travel. I mean, even if we're allowed to travel and things open back up, I think people through this period have been a lot more aware of um, their mental well-being yeah. and taking care of their own health. So, you know, hopefully uh, people will move towards uh, becoming more and more and more aware of how to keep themselves healthy, mental well-being, and, and, and start to take care of themselves uh, uh, more and more through the years. So, yeah, yeah, I do see yeah. yoga as a, a real compliment, especially we like traditional forms of exercise, but this is a good compliment in taking care of your body and, of course, like as you said, your mind as well. Exactly, it's evergreen, so... <laughs> yeah, We've been yeah. speaking with Alicia Pan, co-founder of Yoga Movement. Alicia, I appreciate your time this morning. You take care. And stay Thanks safe. so much. Thanks. Bye. Mind Your Business on Money FM 89.3 is brought to you by Zero. Try Zero free for 30 days by visiting xero.com. Terms apply. Zero. Beautiful business. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.